about practicing pregnancy, going over what it is, its benefits, and how this very practice can actually help connect you with the natural world in a time when understanding nature, connecting with nature, changing our systems, changing the way that we see and understand nature and relate to it, and also understanding and connecting to ourselves with this practice is super, super pivotal from climate change to the effects that we're seeing around the world, no matter where you're located. It's really punching us to understand that climate resiliency, climate adaptation, and not just in the systems and how we operate, but also in our very lives, our behaviors, and how we think, how we feel, and how we connect with the natural world, as well as with ourselves and each other. It's pivotal. It's absolutely pivotal. And being present and practicing presency is a way that we can really change this for it takes a true revolution and evolution of the self in addition to a revolution and evolution of our systems to see complete change tune in to this episode and we'll dive in let's get it all right y'all so i am happy to be on the mic i i always am happy to be on the mic actually i say this i think Every time I'm like away from the mic for a while and then I get back on the mic and I'm just kind of like, I love the mic. Where have I been? (laughs) But anyway, I hope y'all doing good. I wish you in these greets. Um, It low-key is getting a little scary outside Uh, from heat waves to massive droughts to like everything else that you can imagine from more and more protests and embargoes and people getting killed and Jesus. And now floods, massive floods from the Bronx to now in England and and Germany, massive floods, people missing. It's a bit disheartening. It is a bit disheartening. I ain't gonna hold you. I'm not here to talk about the sad environmental news or what's going on in the climate space at the moment, at least not for this episode. What I am here to talk about actually is something that can really help to change all of us each of us individually, and also change nature, change how we relate to it, change how we navigate it, change how we take from it, and hopefully, you know, and how we don't. It's something that, like, literally from us as individual people to the collective society and leaders and the systems that we have need, and that's presence. We all need to be present, and when I approach any type of environmental work, and I've, I've realized that this, this has taken shape over the years, I've, I've had to take time to really understand this about myself and about my work, but I am an environmental scientist and environmentalist at my core, and no matter what I do, it is always going to influence my work. At the same time, I am very much so like this a philosopher and a spiritual person and I love exploring this concept of self-discovery, self-inquiry, self-mastery, self-development and it has been deeply a part of my life for the past couple of years starting from college and really really taking hold when I graduated from grad school. So a lot of what I do especially on this podcast and even on my platform of EcoWelco it's it's about this exploring self-mastery and I trickle in some environmental information. As the days progress and as I continue to release more and more programs and workshops the natural component which we are part of nature as a side point the natural component of reality is going to continually be wrapped up into everything that I do and produce so for example 
this podcast episode is about being present and what does it mean to be present, the benefits of it, everything else. We'll go over that in a second. And one of the questions that I posed on here that for myself to answer on today's episode is how does being present, um, hi, let me go to it. How can being present connect you to nature, connect us to nature, can reinvigorate or reconnect even us to the natural world and even change that relationship? I believe that as we're working to drive home more and more awareness to environmental conditions and to our role in how we're literally destroying the environment to the point where it's inhabit it's it's inhabitable for us at this point it's becoming more and more inhabitable for us so you got people fleeing to space okay but not everybody's going to be able to go to space i mean if y'all ever saw that movie i think it was a 2012 where um i think it was based it started in this with this family in cali and first it started with a massive earthquake and you know everyone's on this race they're trying to leave a ton of people are dying left and right and then eventually uh, this family, they ended up finding out, finding out about a boat. It's like a rendition of Noah's Ark that's leaving from a certain port or like across the world or something like from Russia or something. And so, of course, this family, they're not like the rich of the rich, the known. They weren't picked, right, to board this boat. The boat, who's get the, who gets to board, board the boat is very selective, right? Who selects? I don't remember exactly who selected in this movie, but essentially it's like you all are, they were all, it's like the 1% of the 1%, like the perfect genetics or the wealth, top decision makers, uh, folks who are super influential in the society. So we're talking about the 1% of the 1% that are going to go into this Noah's Ark. So imagining even if this Ark didn't collect the animals, which I think they did in this movie, they did collect animals. It also just like collected the people that they felt they needed to collect. But anyway, aside from that, this whole going to space thing and being like toodles on the earth is really wild. <laughs> it's like, okay, we have this home that literally all of us have here. Like all of us live on this planet and all of us need to be putting our best foot forward to keeping our planet a habitable place. And a lot of times the relationship, the belief systems that we have towards nature, towards our planet can be very, very distorted and skewed and impact how we relate to the planet, impact how we feel about our role, our individual role versus collective role in terms of being a part of the planet, being a part of the cycle and the systems, being uh, stewards of it or not being stewards because at this point we have been stewards for a long time, respecting indigenous and ancestral knowledge that deeply integrated itself with the planet so why I talk about this especially the beginning of this episode is for the simple fact that being present what it means to be present and practicing being present meaning to grow that skill so you can tap into present moment awareness whenever you want to taking your mind from being the master of you to a tool that you are a master of the excuse me the master of it can take effort, but this is exactly what matters, especially when it comes to understanding our relationship to the natural world. We are nature in and of itself. Literally, if you think about the elements outside, you are made of those same elements. It's so wild. Even the atmosphere, we're literally made of the same elements. We act, I mean, shoot, starting from the simple fact that we're actively breathing these elements in at any given moment outside of the pollution. But when we're talking about some of the basic elements elements of nature earth fire water air ether i don't think i miss anything but if you think about it so the human body earth 
fire, you know, whereby we are steady 98, most of us about 98.6 degrees Fahrenheit, you know what I'm saying? Water made up of over 70% water. Air, <laughs> we need it to survive. <laughs> no, seriously, like we need it to survive. And then ether, the spirit, the spirit within, their connection with the etheric realms that are actively around us and within us. So it's so interesting how we continue to, you know, we make strides to be connected to nature and we're getting, we're, we're becoming more conscious, but then there's also so many strides made to disconnect and deconstruct that connection um, and to dampen the consciousness that is rising. So I'm just here to say, keep being conscious, keep growing in your knowledge and your skills. Check out, you know, folks on, you like curate your space, curate your social media platforms because I know most of us are literally on our phones most of the time. Curate the media that you consume to learning more about the natural environment. And I will actually, in the description of this episode, add some Instagram accounts that I believe are very useful for spreading environmental knowledge that is actually accurate and that is very useful and that's also very pro. We can actually do something about this, not just doom and gloom, because I know that there is such thing as environmental stress and yes, environmental stress on the actual environment, but like how the things that are going on in the natural environment can stress us to the point of non-action or climate stress can stress us to the point of non-action. But the very opposite is what has to happen. And it's not necessarily just about saving the earth. It's really about saving ourselves from the consequences of climatic events and climatic changes. Our bodies literally can't necessarily handle all the things that are happening, especially depending on the location in which your body is used to. So really, the, the fight against climate change, which really isn't a fight, the actions to understand and adapt to climate change is all about self-preservation or preservation of the human species. And so I, I encourage everybody listening to this episode today to learn what you need to learn about nature. If, you, if you're not already aware, become aware. Start to research topics about, you know, just basic ecosystems or how micro ecosystems are wrapped into macro ecosystems or learning about water and how water is so influential in keeping us alive and well. Learning about trees and plants and how they play a major role in our air quality, our water quality and temperature regulation, uh, soil chemistry, learning about how plants, even your urban garden or massive garden, whatever you have, how they play a significant role in all those things as well. Learning how to actually connect with nature, which is part of what I do here on this platform and part of what this episode is about. Um, and so much more. I, I could keep going and I will keep going and I will keep sharing information on how you can continue to learn and grow and expand your knowledge in the eco-conscious space. Um, but so again, I'm just going to actually now get on topic. <laughs> I guess I'm kind of on topic already, but I'm going to get more on topic for this specific episode exploring presence and of course like I mentioned I'm going to be wrapping in the environmental part which is why I started with that but anyway we're going to get back to that a little bit later to go specifically in how actually it can help you better connect so to start first question I have finally after about 10 minutes sorry <laughs> what does it mean to be present and I'm sure another question you say is it even possible to be present like what is this whole present moment awareness thing you know it's it's usually a question that I don't usually get but I was thinking about it and I was like, yo, okay, I'm over here making this program called the Practicing Present Program, which is already available on my website, at least part one is. And I'm like, okay, people could be like, yo, what are you really talking about? And is it even possible to be present when my mind is racing all the time? Like, what's, what's good with this? 
And I'm here to answer those questions. So thank you for asking them, even if you didn't voice them out your face. But anyway, so what does it mean to be present? It means to be fully conscious or aware of this moment. And interesting parts about this moment is that it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. Moments are fleeting, but moments are now. But in the present moment, we're not becoming overly attached to the moment that just left or overly concerned at the, about the moment that's coming. We're just here. We're taking it all in for what it is. We're aware of the moment and anything else that's happening in that moment, we're just aware in this moment. Very interesting thing earlier during uh, my yoga session this morning, I allowed myself to just be completely present, completely conscious and aware of everything that was going on. And yeah, I, started, I just started crying every time. <laughs> most of the time when I allow myself to just become completely aware, I actually become a bit overwhelmed and I begin to cry a bit. And even if it's like a dry choir, like <laughs> no tears coming out, it's, it's still just kind of like this beautiful, very peaceful, overwhelming feeling of like, oh my goodness, I'm alive. And that is also how I describe being present is you get this full sense of life, of liveliness, where even the inner chatter of the mind or the external distractions of the world, it doesn't matter. Like you're just seeing everything for what it is and not trying to distort it or always trying to feed the part of your mind that wants to put meaning to everything on the time because not everything necessarily needs to have meaning attached to it. Our mind, being a tool, being a machine, is constantly trying, is taking the input that we're receiving from the external world and trying to put it into categories. Understandably so. The mind also enjoys like taking the past and understanding it in certain ways so that you can learn from it so that you can ultimately protect yourself from previous threats. It also likes to conjure up things about the future so that you can be better prepared for things going on in the future based on past events. But what's interesting and what takes actual concerted effort and consistent concerted effort, aka practice, is being present in the moment and taking a moment to not necessarily have to think or categorize or figure things out or solve problems or whatever, but you're actually allowing yourself to just be here in the moment and to take things in, and to take things in as they are. Another thing that's interesting about the present moment is that it can be associated with feelings of stillness, feelings of peace, feelings of, like I mentioned before, liveliness. I've even had moments outside of the moment I had earlier where I was a bit overwhelmed and with joy. Of I would say that overwhelmed of joy, which is really nice. Uh, you might cry, but that's a good thing. Embrace it. Embrace it. Uh I've also had feelings of maybe even floating. That's usually happened during like very deep meditative states where I, I feel like I'm just literally not on the cushion anymore. Um, do I open my eyes to look? No, I just allow myself to embrace the feeling. Um, also, you can have, it can be described as feeling of not having any thoughts. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you're not having thoughts or that you're not having any inner chatter. It could literally also just mean that you're just in a state where Either you literally are having no thoughts, which I have been in that state before, or it's just not impacting you. It's not, your mind is beyond that. So it's interesting. Um, another interesting thing about the present moment is that your sensations or your senses, like your five senses and beyond, because you actually have way more than five senses, your sensations can become a lot more heightened. So your ability to hear, taste, touch, smell, 
depending on what senses you have access to because all of us are different and it's it's totally okay if you don't have access to all senses or if some senses aren't as strong as the other it's actually interesting because you can actually heal and also enhance and or heighten certain senses with concerted practice and effort as well there actually is going to be a completely separate course that i'm building that's going to be geared towards improving every single one of your senses whether or not you have access to them or not but still working to enhance them in some way or heal them if they've been damaged and a lot of that is going to be through practice and imagery and also by using the natural environment um another interesting too as well is um when you allow yourself to be in the present moment something i also can attest to i allow myself and you allow yourself by also practicing practicing this you allow yourself to be free from delusions even if it's for a moment but the mind can create a lot of things especially distorted delusions or distorted parts uh distorted truths of reality um because perhaps you know a lot of times a lot of us don't allow ourselves to be in the present moment ever to just chill be still peace whatever no thought and so and coupled with excessive amounts of stimulation like we can literally become very overwhelmed and overstimulated very easily and at any moment in time you can be constantly stimulated constantly entertained so constant absorption of information in media and opinions and everything else can actually distort your reality it can distort your opinion of reality your beliefs and it can also distort you understanding what really is so allowing yourself to practice being present allows you to not only take a step back from your inner dialogue and how that may be influencing you whether or not you're trying to control things or not force versus power or and as well as also allow you to take a break from being over attached and influenced by external distractions and influences so basically meaning you can literally as i said before experience your moment even even if you're just sitting in a random space or laying down or you're doing something you're brushing your teeth it doesn't matter you can experience it for what it is and that in and of itself is a freeing experience when i mentioned before right is it even possible? And obviously at this point, yes. But I still want to answer that question specifically. So how is it possible to be present? And I'm here to say you can be present right now. You can also notice that you're present right now. So one good tactic I use sometimes is asking myself, what am I thinking right now? And that takes me out of my head and puts me into like a different space like the observer space like I'm watching a movie and so then I'm like oh what am I thinking about right now and then I'm starting to like watch my thoughts like oh what am I thinking about right now you know it's it's a good practice that you can start with a really good practice trust me it it was extremely useful for the beginning of my self-awakening or self-discovery journey when I learned about this practice was to ask myself what am I thinking right now or what am I doing right now It, it it's a question that forces you to become acutely aware of exactly what it is that you're doing or what it is that you're thinking or what it is that you're saying in this exact moment but it's interesting because you can use this at any point in time as I mentioned before you can use your senses to tap into the present moment you can ask yourself what am I smelling what am I tasting what does it taste like what are the what are the characteristics of the smell or the taste or the thing that I'm looking at or the thing that I'm touching or the thing that I'm sensing you know you can you kind of catch my drift um 
You can also practice this at any point in time of day. You literally are already equipped with all of the tools and mechanisms to be present from your breath to your mind, to your senses, to a combination of these things. You literally already have everything you need to be present. The other, the trick here, what's well, not really a trick, but the thing that's next is learning how to use them, how to train them and practicing that consistently. And that is actually why I created the Practicing Presencing program was to help teach you all how to do that. So it's a one-time purchase and you just forever have these tools and you're able to tap into the one you need to. So that's, you know, heh, <laughs> um, <laughs> a little shameless plug there. All right, so next question that I have here, what are the real benefits of being present or present moment awareness? Huh, the first little bullet point I, heard, I put here said lots. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I could leave it there, but obviously I'm not going to do that. So what do I mean by lots? So first and foremost, I said a sense of liveliness or aliveness. I mentioned that before, like, whoa, I'm alive. Like I had earlier on the yoga mat. I'm alive. Oh, my God. It was so nice. I loved it. I got overwhelmed and cried. <sighs> Joy. <laughs> also connectedness. And what do I mean by that? Connection to what, you could say? Connection to yourself, your feelings, sensations, your senses again, your breath, an object near you, a pet, an animal, a plant, the grass, the earth, gravity, energy, food, an, an inanimate object also, a person, anything. It, you can feel immediately connected to everything and everything as well as nothing, which is so amazing. It's, it's so complex, kind of hard to explain. But that is the truth of allowing yourself to be present, okay? Another thing too, you may also feel a connection to uh, the cosmic mind, also God consciousness, God, um, this universal formless magician. <laughs> um, you may begin to feel a, a, and that's tapping into the more spiritual connections, but you may begin to feel a grander connection to all, like, like an expansion of sorts that so you are outside of yourself. And that is a very powerful thing that can be one of the best things that ever happened to you. Um, really be kind of like a, a spring point for the evolution of your life going beyond everything that you've allowed it to be so far. Another thing too Practicing being present allows you to tap into your intuition. Now, your intuition is your best friend. It is your best friend, okay? You get to tap into this. It's like a version of tapping into what they call the superconscious mind. Um, but it's, it's also just kind of like very tailored to you. Also, another some other folks may know it as the Holy Spirit, okay? So you're just allowing yourself to be present allows you to be in very direct and active communication with your inner voice that is your inner innocent voice your inner spirit the holy spirit god allows you to be in direct communication with that intuitive voice that knows exactly what to do right now right now right now right now it can show you images of what to do in the near future it can help to show you things that can help you you can help integrate from your past into your now it literally can help stir you in the right direction no it it stirs you in the right direction no matter what it can stir you it can help you avoid circumstances you may not understand it might just be an overwhelming feeling like oh, i shouldn't do this or i shouldn't go over there or i shouldn't talk to that person i should just blah 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 you, you may not be able to understand it logically why you want to do this but when i tell you you're going to want to do it do it 
listen. Literally the intuition, my intuition, I use it especially when I'm traveling. So life-changing. So life, it's, it's rooted in faith. Faith in yourself, basically. If you want to see it like that, you see faith in yourself, faith in the Holy Spirit, faith in God, faith, faith in your inner spirit really leading you in the best, most supportive and loving places no matter what. Whether or not that place is internal, external, it doesn't matter. So you're able to tap into your intuition, build on being able to discern between something being your intuition and something maybe being anxiety or somebody else or a belief that's limiting. So you really begin to unwrap so much it's absolutely gorgeous and amazing really life-changing uh super life-changing and something that all of us need to do is to really tap into that inner intuitive guide that is always here to help you no matter what um let's see another thing that i'm tapped on before was connecting to your true feelings and emotions and also being able to filter out what's yours and what someone else's being what somebody else's belief or maybe that somebody else's emotion that you may have tacked on energetically so just being able to filter out what is truly your voice like that inner voice i just talked about from the intuition part and something else that's just not yours that you do not need on you and so you can go through a process of releasing that which we'll talk about in another episode another interesting thing that i don't know how often is talked about but your creativity level will heighten. How? You're like, I'm in the present moment. Am I really supposed to be thinking? It's not even about that. It's not about thinking. It's about literally feeling. Like this, it's an expansive opportunity and it opens a window for you to tap into a part of yourself that is beyond your current logical comprehension in which the mind likes logical things. But when you allow yourself to be fully in the present moment and to practice that more readily, more readily, ideas will begin to come to you in very interesting ways. Flow state, achievable. Um, you'll begin to feel more energy in order to execute on certain creative things that may be in the back of your brain. Or you may not know how to do it and now you know how to do it. It's, it's mind-blowing, trust me. Oftentimes before I create something, I take even if it's just like a minute to breathe and allow myself to be in the moment, super helpful, especially when leading guided meditations, when creating course content, when doing workshops, super amazing. Do try it. Okay. And if you ever need help, I do have a ton of guided meditations, um, on my website that you can go ahead and check out and download for yourself to help get you into the present moment. And the practice present program obviously is really geared towards that. So part one is already up if you want to engage in that as well. Another thing too, your focus level. I may have said that, but when I said productivity level, it was a bit different. Focus level, but your focus, your ability to focus on anything, whether it's yourself or something else, something mundane, something serious, whatever, will heighten and increase because now what you're doing is you're gaining control of your mind, no longer allowing it to wander in crazy places and convince you that you're lazy or that you're a procrastinator or give you all these these identities that you're not, but it enhances your overall ability to focus on anything. Even even something as simple as doing a puzzle, it can help you focus on doing that puzzle. And then the focus, the the puzzle in turn can also help to enhance your focus and your overall brain health. So practicing being present has really positive impacts on the brain. There's a lot of science out there to help support that as well. So it's it's mind blowing how something that we all can naturally do can really just enhance and transform our lives for the better we just have to 
one, want to learn how to take control over it, and two, take control over it and be consistent with it, and three, actually practice what we learned and allow ourselves to be the actual legitimate masters of the mind. Another thing that's interesting too is you may also feel yourself become more enthusiastic about life, right? So I'm over here talking about senses improved, the body's improving, the mind's improving. You over here still feeling all this connection. You tapping into your intuition. You allowing yourself to be guided by that inner voice. And now, and you're feeling less detached to old belief systems or old patterns or old places or old people or whatever wasn't really serving you. So you can become to feel more and more enthusiastic about life as a whole. And that also can really reinvigorate you. You can also, again, not to just be all love and light here because life is a totality. Another thing, as I mentioned before, the present moment can bring up feelings, beliefs, thoughts, emotions. It can dredge all that up. Some of those feelings may not be savory. They may not be things that you want to think about. They may have been things that you've been trying to avoid, suppress, or ignore for a long time. But that is awareness, present moment awareness is a superpower and it can literally change your life. These things that you have suppressed, repressed, ignored, avoided, whatever for X amount of time, they are constantly influencing your life every single day, your belief systems, everything, your thoughts, how you feel about yourself, how you feel about others, how you feel about your connection to the natural environment, everything. These things are meant to be dealt with. Whether or not you need assistance, always be willing to seek assistance from a licensed therapist, a mental health expert, somebody who is genuinely there to support you and help respect you um, or just help you, I'm sorry, respect you and help you. But or, you know, a trusted confidant, yourself, a notebook, pen, paper, whatever it is, ask God for assistance. Being able to deal with the inner realms that have been suppressed and pushed away, the shadow self is what they call monumental, life-changing, life-shifting, quantum leaping, all that good stuff. I'm going to keep going because I can go on that forever. But when I tell you that the being present is allows you to tap into the complete spectrum that is, and that is exactly what you need. I'm here to tell you. Here to tell you. <laughs> also, another thing that's interesting is I talked about being able to tap into the body's needs. So this can also help to transform your diet or your your willingness to learn about your body uh, activity level. Um, now you may feel like you have a bit more energy to do certain things. I feel like that you may have felt like you weren't able to do before, um, really can begin to transform your sense of self, your self-esteem, your self-worth, your self-value and what, and how you, how you respect yourself, how you treat yourself. And that also includes the type of food that you put into your body, how often, when you eat, your curiosity about learning about foods. So you also get to tune into outside of like your diet and your gut biome. You're also turning into like parts in your body where it feels really tense. So you might be more inclined to figure out how to relieve that tension. And a lot of the times the tension that's trapped in your body is emotional. So hence my previous statement about it's important to deal with the emotions, the things that have been trapped down. It's really important because not only are you releasing them from your subconscious mind that is directly influencing your life, but you're also helping to release that trapped energy that wants to flow. It wants to leave. It doesn't want, energy doesn't want to be all bound up and strained. It wants to flow. It wants to move and energy and emotions, I'm sorry, feelings and emotions and even memories, all of that thoughts, they're all forms of energy that want to be able to flow and not be trapped into things. So when you suppress things, when you ignore things and repress things, they get trapped and they can get trapped in certain parts of the body. And so with present moment awareness, and this is something that 
yogis are using actively. So yoga is a very phenomenal, even even qigong as well. And other practices that are also similar to this, whether that they're ancient practices, whatever. I don't know everything. So if you know something, it would be dope to leave that in the comments or something just so that we can leave this as a constant educational community, like a shared education. Um, but yeah, these these lifestyles, these forms of exercise, these these activities are, aren't just to help get you flexible and to help relieve pain, but there's also that mental, spiritual component to them that really helps you to relieve emotion and anything that's really trapped in your body on an energetic level because they work on energy. They, they work with the, the basis, the foundation of them is rooted in energy. Um, another thing too that I thought is really interesting is like a shift in your concept of time. <laughs> so earlier when I was present, Literally, the concept of time, it just, blah, it, bye-bye. It goes no. It just goes. Like, I, I no longer have, like, a concept of time, really. Um, obviously, for people, if you have a lot going on, that can be like, oh, my God, that's overwhelming. But, no, it's actually really cool to notice that you can, like, usurp time. So, a lot of times, we feel like we are almost a slave to time. But it's actually the other way around. Time is simply just a concept that we allow ourselves to be, to operate around. And it can be really useful. Don't get me wrong. But there are also times where we, we may say, okay, um, by, you know, I'll be ready to do this by this year. Or like XYZ has to happen in this amount of time in order for me to do XYZ. But the truth is that when it even comes to other concept that I'm talking about, you're able to manifest more readily. And that's that, that's a completely separate episode as well. But when you're doing things like manifesting or you're setting plans or you're setting or you're setting goals or whatever, you're tapping and you always want there to be a time frame associated with things. You can actually shorten a time frame. You can use time to your advantage, especially when it's wrapped up with firm belief and faith that what you want is actually 100% going to come to you. And I will say, if you've been somebody who's tried the manifestation method or all these different laws of XYZ, the laws of the universe, right, and you feel like none of them has worked for you, it's actually really important for you to do some shadow work. And it's also really important for you to really understand your true core beliefs because those are counteracting with anything that you're trying to do. And a lot of times, I don't know how often folks are talking about this, especially when you got a ton of influencers and creators out there talking about law of attraction, law of all these different things, but it's actually really important to learn all the laws or as many of the laws as you can um, especially the law of assumption, which is all based in what are your beliefs and how you can deconstruct your beliefs because that has a really big impact into what you're actually creating and manifesting into your life. So that's a completely separate situation. Um, but yeah, so moving on. So more of the story with the time stuff. Your your concept of time and your understanding of time can be deconstructed and then reconstructed when you're allowing yourself to be in the present moment because in the present moment, you're actually experiencing time completely different than you would be if you are over-consumed about the past or super attached to the future. So it's interesting practicing being present and especially training the mind overall to be present on a more readily basis because you're allowing yourself to actually be on a different time zone, like literally, like you just, not even time, like not even a time, you just allow yourself to be on something else that ne isn't necessarily time. And it's very interesting. Physics, that's what it is, physics. Anyway, <laughs> um, let's see. Another thing that can interesting that um, that can also happen is your relation to space. So when you allow yourself to practice being in the present moment, 
your relation to space can alter and change. So also meaning how you perceive space. Because at this moment in time, again, if we're going back to our senses, our senses are being heightened in a present state of awareness. So that also means that how you're perceiving light and everything else is also being altered. So, and then your ability to sense in general, just your sensing ability is also being altered. So everything is essentially just being altered. <laughs> it's really interesting, but it is another way to experience life in the present moment, which arguably earlier when I was just completely in the present moment during yoga earlier, it was so overwhelming because I began to literally take in everything that was around me in a completely different way. Um, also seemingly usurping time in that moment, but it, it really changed my perception and conception of time and space as well as myself in that moment. And that is a byproduct as well as a benefit of allowing yourself to be present and to practice being present and to train the mind to more readily come into the present moment to do whatever it is that you need to do. Again, you are the master of the mind. The mind is a tool. The mind may seem like it wants to be a master, but it's not. You are not the tool of the mind. The mind is a tool for you. Boom. All right, so the last question, I'm sorry, two last questions uh, I have on here. How does it relate to wellness, right? So how does being present, right? Now, basically, I've already gone over this in different ways, but I just want to start by saying that from becoming more aware of your mind, your thoughts, sensations, energy, feelings, emotion, beliefs, your truth, your intuition, your body, everything that's going on around you, uh, your senses. I mean, the the benefits are endless. Also helping to manage and deal with your stress level, that can have an immense impact on your body and on your mind and even on aging as a whole um, how you relate to yourself, how you speak to yourself, how you connect to yourself, that alters completely as a whole. So it's just like on a broad spectrum, allowing yourself to be present and to practice being present and to train your mind to be able to tap into presence at any point in time to stay there for longer and longer and longer period of times as you practice, like it is truly life-changing and almost and arguably, arguably anti-aging. I just for the 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 what is it the the fountain of you folks out here that want to live forever well practice being present a bit more practice turning off your devices a bit more practice allowing yourself to be with you a bit more be with you i'm present in my heart now you probably can't see it but anyway <laughs> that is one of the most amazing benefits and as time goes on I will be releasing more and more content and really honing into all these different things because obviously there is so much in all of this and can be really confusing overwhelming at first and it is my ultimate it actually feels like my duty to really help y'all understand how amazing this is and how it's actually not very complex and how it's all very naturally a part of us aka our divine right to be present to be masters of the mind and the body and to actually enjoy and celebrate life for what it is and to be able to use our senses, the natural abilities that we have, being present, being creative, being able to focus when we need to um, have heightened senses. It is like, it's a part of that experience is life and that's something to enjoy and to celebrate. Um, also understanding how we connect to things. Another thing too is just 
your overall openness to the unknown can also change. And that can be extremely revolutionary for many of us who have a fear of the unknown, who don't like to be not in control of things. So when things can be uncertain, it create a lot of it can it can create a lot of anxiety for a lot of us. So it's important to actually practice being the present moment because not only are you helping to detach from whatever may be going on and actually seeing things for what it is, but you're also allowing yourself to literally invite the next moment and the next moment and the next moment and the next moment without having to know exactly everything about the next moment. But interestingly enough, Tapping into the intuition, you actually can get insights into the next moment without before the next moment comes simply through sensation and feeling. So it's really revolutionary if you ask me. It's, it's an amazing experience. And I love becoming, learning to get better and better at being present. I love really taking the opportunity to be with myself and to self-reflect, to be introspective, to to just be present in the here and now, to be silent, to shut off the external chatter as well as the inner monkey mind. Um, the monkey mind is just that one that just wants to go everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so much value to allowing yourself to be present, and this is why I created my practicing presenting series program. I just it's, I want it, like, y'all need to know this. Like, we all need to be doing this together. Like, this is revolutionary. This literally could, can change the your individual and collective consciousness and how we interact with the natural world 100%. So keep going. I'm going. I'm going to the next thing. Another thing that's interesting is that even your body chemistry can change. So I talked about a bit on anti-aging or, or just kind of like dealing with stress. But I'm telling you, from stress, stress is produced by a hormone. Okay, so your endocrine system is one of the most important influential systems in your whole body. It is when that's out of whack, everything's out of whack. It's crazy. Literally, your endocrine system is basically the, your hormonal system. It, it just secretes all these hormones in your body that support everything that you can ever imagine. It's not just about like your horny hormones or like your period hormones or whatever. It's it's everything that you could ever imagine is regulated using your endocrine system. So a whacked out endocrine system is a whacked out body and a whacked out mind. But a healthy and a more balanced endocrine system is a healthy and a more balanced body and mind. So it's super important. And so as you allow yourself to de-stress and become more present and also to like deconstruct things that need to be deconstructed, um, you begin to actually change your body chemistry. It's very interesting. I won't go too deeply into it right now because then this podcast episode will go on forever, but it's just important to know. So in the future, be on the lookout for more details on that, or at least point you to resources where you can learn even, even, even more about it. Um, another thing too, as I mentioned before, is just becoming closer to yourself overall. And I know that that's something that sometimes we don't all have access to, but we wish that we could actually spend a bit more time just being aware of ourselves more or just more into more intuitive, right? Um, or just more tapped into ourselves and our desires and our needs. And I know that that's something that people have mentioned to me before. So practicing being in the present moment is can help aid in that endeavor as well. So it's it's really vital and important. Um, so now we're going to get into the last part of this, which actually I started essentially talking about our connection to nature and how being present can help to really evolve that um, connection. But I want to actually spe specifically speak about like how it can really help us, right? 
So nature, I just want to say, like we are nature. And I, I'm talking about the natural environment specifically, but we are part of nature. Early in the episode, I talked about how literally all the elements that you're finding outside are the elements that we are also made of. So let's not get confused. But um, nature in and of itself is a teacher. Nature in and of itself or herself, themselves, a teacher, a master manifester, a self-master, a sentient being, a regulator, a balancer, a chemist, um, and everything. It's already perfect on its own. It's already amazing on its own. Now, with everything that we humans have been doing to it, yes, it it does need some assistance. Now, argu- arguably, if we weren't doing what it, whatever we're doing to it, we it wouldn't need help from us. But it does need some help. And simultaneously, as I mentioned before at the beginning of this episode, yeah, nature needs some help, but we need more help. I ain't gonna hold you. Because our connection to nature is definitely skewed. It's off. It's, just, it's distorted. Which is why in our heads, as human beings, we're thinking it's okay to do whatever it is, polluted how we're polluting it. We're basically, we're polluting our own bodies. It's so wild. Like, even recently, I saw this one account on Instagram. It's called Get Wasted or Get That Wasted or something like that. And they reports, they had highlighted how reports were coming back of placentas were testing positive for microplastics, something that we know or are beginning to know more and more about are in our oceans are found in fish, especially seafood that we're actively consuming are found in water that is being, you know, treated and recycled and put, uh, then put back into us for drinking. So it's, it's like, and also the fact that these these microplastics and particles can just float around in the air as well. So, I mean, they, they were finding plastics and microplastics in some of the most remote places of the world. So it's it's really insane. And being present can actually help you to redefine the relationship that you're having with the natural world and also redefine your definition of how you could help as an individual or how you could hold these major polluting companies and organizations and systems accountable. It means complete understanding that systems need to completely change and some of these people they're gonna try to bully you people as i mean systems corporations whatever gonna try to bully you and to be like oh no we're not changing this and if we try to change it in xyz but no in truth all these need to be changed okay because not all of us are getting that golden ticket to go to outer space that's all i'm saying so if we trying to live here in some sort of peace and being able and so that our bodies can actually live here okay i don't know how long y'all can swim for i know i just learned how to swim so not that long for me (laughs) i don't know how long y'all can hold your breath for when the outside air is absolutely atrocious you know y'all seen all these dystopian movies if y'all into sci-fi it's heart-wrenching out here it's distressful i'm distressed but at the same time Let's not let the stress put us into a place of non-action. Now, if you need a rest, please rest. But also, it doesn't mean just become completely avoidant to the reality of the situation. I know a lot of us, especially after the pandemic, we're like just so sick of being isolated um, and we want to just get back to connecting with each other. I'm just here to tell you, though, that as the ice caps continue to melt and as the rainforest continue to be completely destroyed, we're about to be introduced to all types of germs that we ain't never been introduced to before or that our ancestors from like a quadrillion years ago was introduced to. Are you ready? That's it. That's the question. Are you ready for that? 
I'm not trying to go back on lockdown. I don't know about y'all, but really, I mean, the seri- the que- this this whole scenario is actually quite pressing. That's all I gotta say. This is actually way more pressing than we try than the media or we as individuals or governments or systems or corporations try to downplay it as. It's it's very it's a very serious situation and like it's important for all of us to know how serious this is. And it's also important for us for, for us to really get ourselves together on an individual and collective basis and to not only hold ourselves accountable for our actions and our lifestyles, but to also hold each other accountable and leaders accountable that have access to shit tons of cash. Okay, that was the first time I cursed in this episode, but literally think about it. Moving on, another thing that being present can help in connecting to nature Um so it's really interesting, right? So as I mentioned, that nature is its own teacher, its own master. Basically, you can learn a lot just from simply observing, right? From sitting and interacting with nature. So you begin to can notice connections between species or between yourself and, and another species, right? As well as between elements and yourself or just elements overall or other species and elements, right? So just basic observation, you can learn a lot from that. And there's actually a lot of cultures and societies that use nature to help understand what's going on and to make predictions. Um, You can also begin to notice um, that these connections that you're beginning to draw are actually quite similar and that you aren't necessarily too far off from nature itself because you are nature. I said that before, but yeah. Another thing too is that um, as your senses are being heightened, it's kind of like you're tapping into an interesting biological state that can duly be expanded, as I mentioned before. So you can actually use nature to help further enhance the natural senses that you have that are already now heightened because you were in the present moment. You also may begin to notice how you feel outside compared to when you're not outside, right? And you may notice shifts in your mood, shifts in your energy level, shifts in your thinking and creativity, shifts in your like feelings and emotions, shifts in how you communicate or how you don't communicate or how you want to communicate, shifts in what you actually want to do versus what you don't want to do. Now you're turning, when you're, again, this is you turning within and noticing your true self here. Also shifts in how you feel about yourself, others, belief systems that you may have, shifts about how you feel about nature as a whole. You may start to feel a genuine connection to nature that is something you've never felt before. So that, again, monumental changes that are necessary. You also may begin to feel yourself drawing in on like ancestral or land-based knowledge, which ultimately is gonna be rooted in in ancestral knowledge. Um, So that could be plant knowledge or just having interesting uh, sensations or downloads of certain things, wanting to connect with folks who are still connected and informed in that realm. Um, wanting to understand various chemical patterns or uh, chemical makeups of certain things in nature, including yourself and how that interacts with you, your diet, your existence. Um, maybe perhaps being intrigued about living a more plant-based life in terms of your diet, exploring less processed foods also. So yeah, you know, the Oreos, they may be vegan, but just saying um (laughs) I can't really talk because I I do like to eat Oreos sometimes myself but again balance and that's another thing too I didn't write that down but balance nature can teach you balance huh 
everything has its own natural limits and capacities and everything naturally needs to be even naturally needs to be balanced so even the body itself your body has a perfect balance ratio that it enjoys being at so really that nature can also show you balance in its most pure and natural form again nature is a teacher if you allow it to be and if you decide to learn from it um also, another thing that could be interesting for people that have periods, uh, you may, if you decide to spend more time in nature, especially as you get present, you may begin to notice like shifts in your cycle. That is depending on if you're on birth control or not, but you may begin to notice shifts in your cycle. Um, of course, just shifts in your natural energy um, level for anybody. You may begin to notice certain how certain elements make you feel. Or if they speak to you, that's another interesting part. I totally had a tree speak to me at three, four, so don't judge, but it's real. Um, you can actually, there's um, a platform called Gaia, right? And they host all different types of like conscious expanding videos and talks and all types of stuff. They're really dope. I, I recommend checking them out. But there was this lady on there and she was talking about, I can't, there's an actual word for it, but she was talking about, yeah, she was like, I can literally speak to plants. Like I know what they're saying. And she explained the process of what was happening on an energetic level and it actually made a lot of sense. I will try to find that episode and like link it or something, but that joint was lit. I recommend y'all look up people speaking to plants because it's real or animals, whatever is real is lit. Even rocks. Like I ain't going to hold you. Anything's possible at this point. Um, also just an overall connection to animals that may alter as well. Um, you also may begin to notice, as I mentioned before, like the behavior of animals and how that shifts based on the season or even shifts due to climatic change. Same thing with how elements are operating. They, their behavior begins to shift with elements uh, with climate change as well, as well as with seasons. And some of these things may be exacerbated more or less, depending on what's going on. Also shifts in temperature. Also animal behavior is also very much so based on these shifts. So, and they can help you to predict um, when can, they can help you to predict certain types of cycles if you allow yourself to tap into that, but you know, this is a separate, it's a separate conversation. Um, there's actually a book I was reading on audible or listening to an audible that I will get the name for that and link that in the description below. Really, really, really good book about understanding a lot of the traditional connections to nature, um, as well as braiding sweet grass, another great book. To understanding the very traditional and cultural connections to nature and how using nature in its cycles and its behaviors to literally live your life in a very like harmonious play harmonious way um and um yeah i mean obviously all this is based on your region and everything else but this episode <laughs> i literally i feel like my brain was someplace i'm so glad i wrote down notes because oh my god but like no seriously like being present and allowing yourself to practice being present is like life-changing it's pivotal it matters so much it's like it's it's really hard sometimes to put it into words because it's like are words even enough to explain this and arguably no but still uh, i created the practicing present program to help all of us be able to tap into this on a readily basis because it's it matters so much and our connection to nature matters so much and how we're treating nature matters so much and how nature treats us matters so much nature gives to us so bountifully and we have just taken so aggressively and polluted and now nature is reacting and that's how I've always seen um, the environmental crisis and the climate crisis is nature being like, okay, but 
bit. Because we've been thinking it's not sentient. Oh, she out here talking to us. We need to listen. Anyway, I ain't going to rant too much more. Just go to my website, www.ecowellco.com. Check it out. I got all types of, I got guided meditations on there that can help you. The Practicing Present Program Part 1 that can help you. That one really focuses on using your breath and your mind for visualization um, to bring into the present moment. Really good. Honestly, creating guided meditations and stuff like that really kind of puts me in an interesting space. I love it. It's like I'm floating also, as I talked about before. And there's lots of other things. Check out the blog also. Lots of new content on there about all of these beautiful things and I will be putting certain things into the description section for you to expand within your own knowledge, at least to begin with, outside of what I just plugged into the end of this show. But anyway, thank you so much for listening. If this was a long one, I know, but we made it to the end and it really matters. And I really appreciate you for listening to this episode. I love y'all so much. Let's continue to deconstruct to reconstruct to unlearn to relaunch to literally enhance our consciousness together as a community and to share knowledge together i really enjoy hearing from y'all so please if you got anything to say you got want to leave a comment on my instagram at ecowellco um even uh if you want to send me a ping a message a dm if you want your voice to be if you if you have a question that you want me to answer in the next episode do send that to me in an email or as a voice message you can do that through anchor really cool feature so I am happy to interact and I want to hear from y'all and I want to know what you feel about what's going on in your life and your world and the natural environment and your mental emotional space. I think it's really important for us to come together. This is a safe space. So love y'all so much and stay easy. All right. Stay easy. Stay safe and stay above water. (laughs) Yeah, please. God. All right, y'all. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning in episode on practicing pregnancy and understanding all the different ways that it can benefit us, how it connects us to the natural world, climate change, all the crazy stuff that we're dealing with right now, but ultimately how being present and practicing the skill of being present and bringing ourselves to the present moment at any moment in time as a form of self-mastery is truly a life-changing practice, something that can also change our current status environmentally, climate-wise, and help us be more resilient, more adaptive, and to actually make the changes that we need to on a global scale, system-wide and all, and trickle all the way down to the individual, meaning our behaviors. So I hope you enjoyed it. Definitely more to come. And again, all the links to everything stated in the podcast episode will be in the caption for this episode be sure to also check out the practicing presently program part one available on my website www.ecowelco.com forward slash shop you'll see it there as the first icon to tap into and there are also a ton of guided meditation on my website as well same uh, website www.ecowelco.com forward slash shop all right, so let's get together, let's transcend, let's transform, and let's really actually create a new environment that we need. All right, y'all, much love. Many-